Judicator 1. Hello and welcome to the first heat of Series 1 of Slash Dupe, the mysterious movie pitching podcast with a twist. Today's episode will be slightly different as we'll be pitting the winning ideas from six of our previous episodes against each other in a showdown to find out which one idea goes straight into the finals that will take place at the end of the season. Ryan and Dan are with me and they've been trying to explain to me how heats and semi-finals work because I know nothing about sports. Um, and we've been debating this, is it a semi-final, is it a heat? So to help us crown a winner, our adjudicator for this heat is Ben Scriven. Ben, you're our first ever adjudicator in Slash Dupe. How do you feel about setting the bar for us going forwards? Hi, guys. I am so, I'm super excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's, this is, uh, is going to be fun. Uh, you guys, over the, um, the series, you guys have knocked out some um, killer intellectual property that everybody is ready to steal so um thanks ben yeah and every time i was robbed so... <laughs> <laughs> and ben you're no, right it's gonna be fun yeah yeah i mean you're you're a filmmaker tv editor and computer game designer will any of that factor into uh, your decision making today absolutely um i think that uh, everything at the moment has to be uh, cross-platform that's why you look at the end of um, any movie you get a big <laughs> And uh, that's because, you know, you need to have stuff to translate over to the computer game. I mean, obviously, it doesn't go for your, your David Lynch's, your Mike Lee uh, kitchen sink, you know, press A to um, have a row with your wife. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it, it's obviously not. Have you played any David Cage? No. Is that Press is, A to breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you see, this is where my experience uh, uh, limits me. But um, no, I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's, I, I just love creativity, man. Sound design, mm. filmmaking, uh, it's my thing. Yeah, well, hopefully you can weigh in on some of those aspects today and maybe sort of help us whittle down these uh, these six ideas. <laughs> Do you know, I was, it's funny because I, I convinced my, uh, my fiancé to watch all of the DC universe movies as a punishment i think she, that's perhaps what she regarded it as but i it was it was both the um the justice league and uh the batman v superman and I, and I was thinking i saw my controller on the table and i thought well if i just pick that up it's no different to some of the games i play it feels that the whole language of the film is very entrenched in video games and sort of hmm. they sort of borrow from each other yeah Mm. And also, conversely, now you've got a lot of uh, computer games uh, studios looking to cherry pick people out of the film industry mm. uh, because all of these games, they all need to be lit. They all need to have, uh, you know, voice acting and stuff like that. So it, it it's uh, the, the two the two industries, man, are really going to cross. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you think about there's been huge uh, buzzing in the press about um, the Last of Us TV show. You know, you've yeah, got the, yeah. the fact that Druckmann's actually going to be part of it. And you've got the guys who did Chernobyl in there as well. So, yeah, you're right. You know, there's actually a, a long time ago. There was a lot of films that then, hey, let's turn this into a video game. And now we're sort of actually seeing the inverse of that. But let's hope that it's nothing like Uwe Boll um, <laughs> that takes our loved video games and turns them into trash films. House of the Dead. House what of the film. Dead. Oh, God. Man, I've got something to say about that. Um, <laughs> House of the Dead good lord let's let's leave that in the past but you see that that's for a long time that's been the uh presumption of a movie that's uh, come from a video game and i mm. saw this wicked thing online and he recommended sonic the hedgehog the movie and i'm going to re-recommend sonic the okay. hedgehog the movie because um 
it, it's it's a wonderful thing. I, I I would genuinely put it up the top of uh, uh, you know one of my favorite movies at the moment. Not oh, only because okay. the boys love it, but because the main character that starts off as a, a borderline schizophrenic, depressive loner, and mm. uh, throughout that you see this character grow and uh, at the end i have my tear jerk moments thank you very much <laughs> at the end i listen i can i can say about tear jerk moments but i had mine at the end of sonic the hedgehog the movie yeah fair yeah. enough all right if that's not a recommendation i don't know what is yeah i mean yeah. we've now got uh, this is to add to the computer game thing i mean we've we've now come into a world where um cats can be released in the cinemas and mm. then they can patch it afterwards yeah. you know a week after they go oh, some of these graphics are definitely going to make this the worst movie of this year so let's just change let's just change a couple the of graphics, these graphics yeah, yeah 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 it's definitely the yeah. graphics that's the problem with this movie so uh we're just going to patch a couple of graphics yeah. and then that'll make this the best movie this year there's absolutely no problem with this movie now that we've patched <laughs> yeah. it so uh, so but, literally like alpha releases and yeah, then yeah. instant downloadable content on day one one mm-hmm. 1.3 gigs worth of yeah. patches yeah 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 and cinemas everywhere can do it so we all drew straws. Um, we'll go Dan first, then Ryan, and then myself. Um, we'll each draw one of the winning films from the hat at random, or the spinner in this case, because we're all having to do this remotely. Um, then each of us will have two minutes to give our elevator pitch to Ben. Uh, it's mo- I think it will mostly be from memory and sort of cobbled together, because I, th- I think that some of the magic will be remembering the, the things that we fell in love with it for in the first place, um, seeing if we can just sort of recall that stuff. Um, and then Ben will choose one of the three to go forwards and then we'll repeat this until we have two finalists. And um, Ben, you're allowed to get in on it as if it were we were at a producer's table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll throw in some uh, killer kind of, hey, producer um, curveballs. Yeah, or well, Vinnie Jones is making a career resurgence. You've got to put him in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for personal slants. Um, I'm all. It was, this isn't a committee. This is the opinions on what make these films great. These these titles, these pictures, these ideas. I think that's what makes Slashdoop great. You know, so so feel free to sort of interject at any point. Um, we also hope our community will do the same. So you can bring your arguments to Twitter, to Reddit, to our Facebook group. Uh, watch our Instagram for announcements on upcoming episodes. And we've also just recently uh, put up a Patreon. Um, so check that out and. Uh, hopefully you can be a part of the argument uh, as well um just before we go into the pitches dan why is it called an elevator pitch right here it is wikipedia's version of an elevator pitch an elevator pitch elevator speech or elevator statement is a short description of an idea product or company that explains the concept in a way such that any listener can understand it in a short period of time that's basically it. And the idea, the reason it was called an elevator fit pitch is it reflects the idea that it should be possible to deliver the summary in the time span of an elevator ride, approximately 30 seconds to two minutes. Although I don't know what elevator in the world takes two minutes. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe the one that goes up the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. Or, or the Wonkavator. Or the Wonkavator, yeah. The, the... Today's elevator is the Wonkavator. Also, can I add, I'd really like to hear some films that they are like. Some uh, it, Because in in elevator pitches of like log lines and, mm-hmm. uh, and things like that, it, it's generally like Star Wars meets 
Home and Away. Well, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you could. Uh, that would be great. Star Wars means um, Home and Away. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. asked. I'm glad you asked that, Ben, because uh, as you know, I curate all the lists on each of the episodes. I've also now curated Sean's synopsis of the of each winning film, which we can read out at the beginning uh, and then we'll go in with the way that we will we will uh, pitch in yeah, the Yeah, so to give some of you, um, if you're newcomers or if, you, if you've if you been avidly following but you can't remember maybe where, where each uh, title has fallen in the series so far, um, we will read out my, my best recollection that I had at the time before I uh, selected it as the winner. So we'll have that um, play before uh, each of us gives uh, our two minutes to Ben. Okay, so Dan, if you're ready, I'm going to spin the wheel. You can add some <laughs> noise and post here. I or you can just loop the noise just that Ryan just made over <laughs> You have been given episode one, Bob Disposal, and the winner of that was me. So Sean's pitch for this re- recollection was genuinely the one we connected to most out of the episode. When Ryan pitched his initial idea of Bob Disposal, it started on ground we trod lightly on. It was about euthanasia and stuff that's quite heavy, but then it moved to something a little more akin to Little Miss Sunshine, akin to something a little more wholesome and necessary, particularly these days, and it's universal. We all deal with death, and everyone has a different way of dealing with it. That's quite a good synopsis. Of, they're, they're all downhill from there, because that was, that was the yeah, last so episode. Well. That is the longest one, so... <laughs> All right, wow. Dan, your, your two-minute timer yeah, starts. Yeah, take it away, Dan. Give us the... Can I just here. ask, can I just ask, just quickly, are we, are we like, really going full, full uh, force with this uh, elevator pitch thing? Like, yeah. Do you, wanna, do, do you want to walk gonna into the out. office? I'm going to act it out. I'm going to act it out. Do you want to maybe oh, knock, knock on my door? This, oh, hey, yeah. oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Uh, it's going to be an right. elevator with me, but we can all okay, do it Okay, so, okay, so I'll, I'll, you know, you're in the elevator first. And then I'll I'll maybe kind of get in and I'll look all like busy and stuff. And okay. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think we walk into your office at the end with the fo- with the final two. Yeah, the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll have to I'll have to invite you back. Hey, you know that idea? Yeah, I'm going to steal that. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, no, this is adding time. Uh, let's, um, uh, yeah, but let's. Uh, uh, I'll walk into the elevator. Oh, hi Ben. Good to see you. Oh, hi. Who are you? Um, just, I'm I'm Dan Dan De Cruz. I've worked here for a bit, but um, I just got um. If I can run a, I've got a new thing, a new pitch for a new film. If I can just run past you, yeah. I, I know you're busy. Um, but um, so hear me out. Weekend at Bernie's meets Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. So it's got this. It's it's about this uh, guy who's about to die, and he's got um, he's got his will, but he it's all of his estate is in Canada. And one of the stipulations in it, it goes to his sons if he dies in Canada. But it, he's, he's moved to America. They haven't sorted out the will since then. And so um, he decides to go on a road trip with his boys to get back to Canada so that they, all the estate can go across to them. Um, halfway on the way, he dies. Um, and so now it's like a, a road trip where they've got to get him to Canada without anyone knowing that he's dead. But um, and on the way, they sort of they move up to uh, drop in on all the family who um, now they've all got to get them to come to the funeral. But no one in the family can mention that he's dead yet. So it's like loads of crazy characters um, joining like a road trip, um, finding yourself 
kind of song. And at the very end, the big denouement is they get to the Canadian border and the car breaks down and all the family that have been dysfunctional and hated each other, they all get together and they push the car across the border and then they, they can get their will. Thanks, Ben. I've got to get out on this uh, one floor, so um, <laughs> let me know. Bing bong! Um, uh, that, okay, Dan, that sounds great. See you later. Wow. Cheers, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm up next, so I'm going to spin the wheel. Hot luck, which was Dan's winner. Um, and the synopsis on that, uh, it, it, it's gone from the longest one to the shortest one. Sean's synopsis was, Sports parody movie in the vein of Balls of Fury and Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell and Jared Hess directing. Okay. That's, that, that's all I've got. So, uh, yeah, I think if we... That, that's, can you tell me the title again, please? It's Pot Luck. Pot Luck. Hmm. Okay. So give us your two-minute pitch, Ryan. Oh, hi, Ben. I didn't see you there. Listen, I've only got a couple of minutes. So my name's Ryan. I'm going to talk to you about the next big sports movie. Now, the thing is, this year, we've all been missing our sport because a lot of things have been cancelled, right? But then indoor sports is the, the next big thing. So what a film I want to pitch to you is called Potluck. And I know a lot of people may think about, you know, uh, drugs with that. But what I'm thinking of is balls, right? That's what I'm thinking of. Potting balls. This is going to be a film with Will Ferrell where he plays a snooker champion that has a rival with another snooker champion. And it's all about their clash of snookering, right? But then it's not just that, you know, they're both the top of the game. Like, uh, you know, one drinks a lot and one doesn't drink a lot. And Will Ferrell's obviously got a really hot girlfriend because he does in all of his films. And the whole idea is that it's like sort of like a mockumentary and an actual film about their rivalry and snooker you know they'll be playing like staring at each other and you know and we get a lot of tropes here like the things that happen with snooker with um you know people everyone having to be quiet like someone dying in the crowd like his mentor dying in the crowd but no one can say anything because everyone's got to be quiet and uh and then i think when we originally talked about it they just have sex at the end don't they on on, on top of the table on top of the actual snooker table because their rivalry is that that passionate that they just got to release it like the spartans used to do and um yeah and then and then yeah so you know it's and it's one of these uh sports that hasn't been touched by a parody film yet you know you think of your balls of fury and your blades of glory which you know take a look at those sports and then put them in a parody way but snooker is the untouched gold mine of parody sports films thank you very much i've got to get off at this floor but i'd love to speak to you again soon let's let's grab lunch all right uh, i'll uh, get yeah, my people to yeah, speak to yeah. your people okay cheers mate. Bye. Yeah, my people are bing bong <laughs> um uh yeah wow this is like some sort of strange kind of lift psychosis that we've managed to uh, get into here um uh, uh wow that sounded that sounded great that sounded fun let's let's go down to the mail room and just sean you have been given oh what winner you have been given episode three the title of this was this train terminates and that was by Becky, our winner. Oh, yeah. So so initially, when I was thinking about what what connected with me about this idea, I said that this train terminates has been a sort of fun, joyous, knowing, gory horror film with, throw, with a throwback vibe to possession movies, with a whole host of cameos, and of course, with the legendary Sean Bean, who, believe it or not, does not die at the end. Um, so there's a spoiler there. All right. Your two-minute elevator pitch starts now. Oh, hi, I'm Sean. 
Oh, hi, Sean. Um, uh, you smell really funny. What's what's going on in that room over there? That's really weird. It's it's just mail. It's just the smell of mail. Most people. Oh, it's the mail room. Of mail. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I just need mails. to. I just. I just need to post this letter. Let me just put that letter in there. Okay, I've got to get Perfect. back up to the boardroom now. Hey, you okay. seem like Look, a, I'm just. I'm going up anyway. Actually, to the boardroom as well. Um, to, to collect some mail. Uh, you seem like quite a nice chap. I mean, we've got a good rapport going on so far. But I mean, I've got some ideas for films, but you probably don't want to know what they are. Oh no, no, we're always looking for the next uh, 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 psycho. Oh wow! Well, it's it's funny that you should say that actually, because I have the next psycho. Um, psycho no way! Had, really? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Psycho ha- didn't it have like a sort of a dark sense of humour about it. You know, even Hitchcock, he used this classic style to sort of, you know, when he drew you into the plug hole and everything. And like, I don't know if you've seen. Psycho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he had this sort of dark. I sense saw the of humor. I saw the remake. You know, the one yes, that they did Gus in Van colour. Sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw the remake. I don't. I don't like black and white movies. I'm a. I'm a film producer. <laughs> yeah. Um, neither do I. This one will be in colour, by the way. <laughs> Of course, it's your it's your decision. It's your decision, of course. Okay, um, okay, okay. This okay. train terminates. Is what if you took the thing that we all know? We've all been on trains. We commute. We 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 ride trains uh, to go to beautiful parts of the country. So, if you imagine this this old sort of secluded train line in the middle of Cornwall, um, you take Sean Bean, you add the train, and you go. The train is possessed. Why is it because the train yard was uh, is on an Indian burial ground? Who knows? Is it because somebody died on the tracks and this train keeps coming back every year and keeps doing its nefarious things? I don't know. Someone else will decide. I'm not a writer, but ultimately, this train terminates is that's the title, by the way. Um, this train terminates is everything that you love about trains and everything that you love about Sean Bean. Listen, I should I should have I should have got off. I just missed my floor. Actually, sorry about that, mate. Um, Okay. Anyway, you going uh, to wow. The I mean, that yeah, we're going to the boardroom. That sounds that sounds really good. Um, uh, I just saw the poster uh, in my head. So uh, so yeah, let's let's. Uh, I'd like to maybe read a one pager. Yeah, and I think we've got Edgar Wright on board. So um, <laughs> so you know, it's, uh, oh, it's really? a done deal. Yeah, we've got Edgar Wright on board. It's that sort that's, of tone. That's you know? fab. That's okay, well, is. I've I've got to go now because uh, this is our two minute ride. So take care. And uh, see you, you around. See you around. I'll be, I'll be in the mailroom. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to uh, maybe like put some lift sounds on that, you know, Dan, you're going yeah, yeah, yeah. to be yeah. maybe some rustling papers, maybe some mm. office blips. Yeah, it's all about somewhere sound I wasn't expecting it to go. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad it did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we've got three corkers there, uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the, can I start with, uh, just saying about the, the whole, the whole idea of, of thrashing out pitches together and the whole idea of slash dupe is, um, uh, I think it's ace. You guys are absolutely smashing out, um, intellectual property. And I joked earlier about everybody stealing it. Uh, but it, it genuinely, I don't see, uh, much much problem in uh developing all of these ideas um uh so the uh the let's start at the top shall we um uh bob disposal the road trip um dan that was a solid pitch um and uh, uh we had some good likenesses in there i liked it i liked it a lot 
I'd say um, there's uh, not a, the the originality for me. I would need something to be um, either cool, current, or really creative. And uh, the oh, I'm the, none of those things. Well, <laughs> no, don't tell me. Don't give me that, Dan. It sounds really funny. It sounds like if you get the right talent in, into the um, script writing room, it would be really great. Um, and I can see that being a really cheeky little independent movie for uh, for the right people. Um, so I'd we'll score that. I'd say we've got to start scoring that at about five for me. Let's start in the middle out of ten. That's for me, that would be about a five. Second. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily good or bad because we've got two more to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, moving on to potluck, Will Ferrell snooker, um, and uh, I would say that reminds me a lot of Big Break with Jim Davidson. I liked it. it again, it sounds like a really um, uh, 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 cheeky, independent—not uh, independent. I keep on saying independent, but that's because I'm an independent guy. I really like the kind of independent uh, terminology of uh, cinema. So. Um, what that what potluck for me had over bob disposal was uh the um the premise of snooker and it's really it gives me a really visual hook into going oh i'm gonna see a lot of color i'm gonna see there's it gives you a natural uh progressive um element to the script like um uh happy gilmore and also uh make your pitch it was an untapped an untapped gold mine untapped gold mine thank you mate and that and yeah untapped gold mine uh listen everybody at home that is how you finish your movie pitches (laughs) it (laughs) It is uh by the way yeah by the way i just i just hate to tell you this but this is an untapped gold mine so bye (laughs) um that's that's how you uh, finish a movie pitch. And that was great. So for me, that was a solid, that was a solid uh, six or seven. So, you know, it's, okay. it's, uh, it's taken the lead there. This train terminates. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I heard this, because I've been listening to the podcast. So when I heard this, this is a favorite of mine. And I didn't joke. And I did kind of see the poster of, um, uh, uh, of this train terminates. Uh, with Sean Bean. I, I do have to say, I don't see this film as, as straight horror at mm. all. I see this as a much more kind of splatter house, uh, it, lads, lads movie night of uh, this train terminates and it's it's uh, uh, akin to the kind of, what was the Tarantino uh, Rodriguez uh, thing Four that they rooms. did? Oh, uh, no, it was the Grindhouse one. Grindhouse did, yeah. kind of thing. I wouldn't take it that far because I think that's a little bit too nostalgic. Uh, I think that that style is is a little bit limiting for the target audience. Once you've got uh, your people in place and the right people, that train movie, this train terminates, could go global because you have this train terminates germany this train terminates mm. uk this because uh, you've got each each train line seems to have a different kind of aesthetic yeah i'm so i'm i'm a massive fan of all of these um they all sound great i'm i'm loath to actually uh, to actually pick a so for that reason um i'm gonna say uh, first one out is bob disposal 
I'm afraid to say. Sorry. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Sorry. It's me. It's uh, yeah, first, first one out is Bob Disposal. <laughs> um, he's, he's gutted. Uh, but um, uh, that's because I can't see the number two after Bob Disposal. Bob Disposal 2. Mm. And so moving on to Potluck, you've got the Netflix Will Ferrell thing in the bag. This train terminates. I was I was sold on this train terminates when uh, when I heard it the first time round. Mm. And so genu- genuinely, this this isn't playing it for keeps, people. This is this isn't playing it for radio. This is genuine um, pain. So I, because I, I thought that um, Becky did such a good job with this train terminates that I could never, I could never eclipse like her pitch for it. Okay, um, here we go. Who's going to do a drum roll? You'll put the drum roll on afterwards, yeah, Dan. Put the drum roll on. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. It is this train terminates. Yes. It is this train terminates. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why because potluck. We're, we're going to steal that idea and do that anyway. Okay. <laughs> what I personally like in films is uh, uh, creative storytelling, right? And this train terminates feels like it's got a world that you can build and it feels like it's that it's got mystery behind it, right? Whereas uh, Potluck for me felt like it, it's absolutely on the money for a Will Ferrell movie straight to Netflix, bang, everybody's happy, you know, see you next mm. year. Um, this train terminates has the the potential to um, excite me and in, in a in, on a visual thing because hey who's who's seen a who's seen a train like stalk people yeah yeah <laughs> superb isn't it? um yeah. uh, I I would like to see a train stalk people um and this is from uh becky's pitch not yours sean i'm afraid sure. but it was the red eyes it was the red eyes from the train that, <laughs> yeah. that I, I remember yeah thanks for that ben um obviously i like all the ideas because um they're all the winners i selected and i, I even like all of the ideas every single one of them that, that i don't select um, as the winner for those episodes and I think we can all agree that we like all of the titles um, we like them all um, and so it's fun it's yeah. fun to deconstruct them and it's and, and we're really um, glad to have you here Ben in order to do that from a sort of a different standpoint um, so oh, I really, you, really appreciate you being here so you've selected this train terminates to go forwards uh, and it just leads Ryan to spin the wheel and we'll launch straight into our second set yeah so second round coming up uh, Dan, you're going to go first. Dan, you have episode two, Arrest My Case, which was by Grace, Grace Hardy. So this is, we've had a Rob Schneider comedy, a product of its time, a think piece walked by studio execs into a sort of crass comedy in the vein of Liar Liar, where Rob Schneider plays a suitcase and is arrested in a crass manner just so the title can be said. But there's some heart buried in there perhaps in the first draft. All right, Dan, Um, your two-minute elevator pitch begins now. Hi, Ben. Nice to see you again. Hi. Uh, Hi. Yeah, I only saw you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got this. I want to throw another one at you, actually. Um, Arrest my case. I mean, that that should do it enough. But what I'm going to tell you is Rob Schneider is a suitcase. He's a talking suitcase. And uh, Matthew Lillard is his lawyer. That's 
that's where we start. Rosie Perez uh, is Rob Schneider's ex-girlfriend. She's his ex-girlfriend because he's dead. So he's been shot. His spirit possesses a suitcase and he's been shot by the mafia. And his case is literally going to solve the case of how to take down the mafia. That, that's it. What more do you need? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, man, this is my stop. I mean, we're at the canteen. We need to. Uh, I'll leave you with that because you're gonna, you're gonna need a <laughs> ham and cheese sandwich to mull that one over. Thanks for your time, though. Arrest my case. Okay. Okay. Nice. Rob Schneider. Okay. Arrest my case. Right. Let's let's mm-hmm. rock. Straight on. Uh, that, right. that, that was an epic pitch, Dan. Thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah, that was a Thanks. pitch. So I'm going to uh, do the spinner for me. For Episode six, which is Songbirds of Jupiter. And that was Johnny who won that one. And the synopsis of that is a beautiful, pretentious idea that is ink meets American gods, which also has an Odyssey-like feel to it. But more than anything, it has Keanu Reeves' death. Someone needs to save their daughters, these siren figures that represent in their lives their burdens so that they can unburden themselves. And something that we've never really experienced before very much in Slash Tube, which is the idea of rewatchability, where you can where you can film a journey and all and afterwards you actually continue that journey. You seek the information online with your peers and you find a way to find this unlovable movie together in these little corners of the internet. That was Sean's synopsis. Um, you want to kick me off, Sean? Yeah. yeah. So let's let's uh, hear your two-minute pitch for Songbirds of Jupiter. Okay. Yeah. No. Listen. I said yes. Sell. Sell at fifty. Okay. Cool. Ben. Hey. Nice to meet you again. Right. Good to see you again in the elevator. Yeah. Listen. I've only got another couple of minutes, but I want to come to you with something. Uh, you know, there's been a bit of chatter on the wire. Um, Songbirds of Jupiter. Right. Crazy title. I know, but it's one that just came out of thin air. One that fits in perfect. And you know what? We need more titles uh, that don't make any sense. So, Songbirds of Jupiter is essentially about this. A man has to go on a journey. Um, to he's been asked to help. Uh, an elder an elderly man um to help solve the problems of his daughters um yes he's got he's got five daughters and he has to sort of uh he agrees if he agrees to do this then he'll let his the guy who died let his soul go to rest so basically Keanu Reeves has to then go and he meets uh there was a laundry list of um hot women uh who play the who play the daughters but he has to basically go and um solve their problems in a way sort of help them and if and if he refuses any of them then he doesn't get his soul back right so he has to do everything that they ask no matter how weird it is or no matter how nice it is can be from like crocheting something to going out dancing to chaining himself to a bed i think that was one of them but the idea is he goes through this journey and actually when he gets to the end and he finally um you know he finally solves all the problems of the daughters and he goes to the the father and he says i've solved all of these things the father is actually like all of the daughters weren't real they were the mirage for all of your um personal burdens on your life and now that you've been able to relinquish those you can sell yourself uh, and you can you can pass on to the next life so it's the idea of actually what what each of us wants to do instead of holding on to the thing that really hurts us we're able to acknowledge it and we're able to let it go and move on with our lives that's all i've got for you i've got another call yeah i said sell at 50 all right thanks guys yeah okay right 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 just before you go bing hold the door hold the door right just before <laughs> yeah. you go might, might be time to switch to decaf. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, okay, thanks, fine. mate. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll uh, take that. I'll take later. the board. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, fi- the final of our first six, uh, that just leaves Sean with uh, episode five, uh, A Stitch in Time. Um, yes, and that by Sam O'Hanlon. By Sam O'Hanlon. Um, one of our more recent ones. Yes. Uh, I, I, when I described it, um, it was very scant. I said it's a Tim Burton or Studio Ghibli type animation. It deals with capitalism, free will death and also it deals with time travel it's fantastically sad but an uplifting and hopeful yarn and that was a pun um for yarn and your two minute pitch timer starts now oh hi ben um i haven't seen you oh, since hi. i've um i'm a runner now actually yeah um, no you've you've been promoted out of the mailroom, of the mailroom. that's yeah. great yeah that's Executive great runner. Okay, good for Executive you sure. great, great. um yeah 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 what happened to this train terminates i pitched it to you a while uh, ago that's that went down to our dev team. They're just knocking it about a bit and they'll Lovely. be in touch, okay? I mean, yeah, definitely. I've, I've, they'll put me on there somewhere in the credits, right? And a special thanks or something. No, they won't. Okay. Um, so um, <laughs> animated films make money, don't they? They make quite a lot of money. Yeah, um, sometimes, yes. Uh, there, there's, there's uh, yeah, I mean, people like uh, movies and animation. So why would <laughs> so... they like animation and movies? So we've. Um, okay. <laughs> so we, you're an exec, right? Yeah, an exec. Uh, um, yes, although although I'm I've just spoken to somebody who's had a lot of caffeine, and so I'm slightly uh, uh, see, off kilter. I well, I I mean I'm interested in um you know we we all deal with I don't I don't want to be sad here, but we all deal with death in our lives, um and time time is something that is always sort of ticking over. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine who, who runs an animation studio, very similar to Studio Ghibli, and he was talking about this hand-stitched world. Um, it's, it's maybe like a seaside port town or something sort of very cutesy. Um, but uh, this, this lady, this young girl finds out, young girl protagonist, which is quite in vogue, I have to say, um, young girl protagonist finds out that she has two opposing sides of her family. Her uh, grandmother who has just passed away was a weaver of the fabric of time. And she upset uh, the other side of her family by weaving in the death of her nephew. But because this guy, Mr. Bumblebunch, who runs the factory, he thinks he's, he's really, really disappointed because he thinks that, that she is in control of this. However, the, as we all know, the fabric of time it just, it runs on and does its own thing. So this, this young girl, oh, sorry, this, listen, I'll travel up with you a couple more floors. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This young girl feels like, um, this young girl needs to pick up her grandmother's tools and learn how to stitch the, with the fabric of time and in, in order to weave uh, a better life for, for all of the people in this small town. Um, anyway, listen, um, uh, uh, give me a shout sometime. That- you know, you know, where I'm always on Skype, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very busy and you're a runner, so I'll uh, I'll see you around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man, uh, if you ever if you ever bump into that exec, run a mile. Man. <laughs> I also um, want to apologize. <laughs> like, I just think I also had now like, everybody pitched their ideas well, right? Everybody did, with particularly with Grace as well. But Becky and Sam had the best pitches, I thought. Of the yeah. six, so so her, Sam's, and, and, yeah. and I have done, uh, and I have butchered them almost intentionally, but- knowing <laughs> that there's no way that I could reach the the lofty heights of of their pitches. So well, you forgot uh, to mention it's a musical as well. Oh yeah, it's a musical. 
Oh, sorry, I'm 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 out of the lift now. We're we're on course now. So <laughs> I'm just yelling it into the it's a, it's <laughs> the shaft. Yeah, down the lift. You you've you've die-harded the way down, <laughs> yeah. and you're like on the top of the lift, and you're. It's a musical, ho ho ho. Yeah. <laughs> Arrest my case. Songbirds of Jupiter, Stitch in Time. Mm. Now you see, all of these have. Um, oh man, all of these have. Uh, a really really kind of creative gut to them which uh, is what we need and that's what excites me about an initial pitch um arrest my case i'm not kidding i'm literally i've been knocking around the script like that for uh, uh about five years which, <laughs> which dan is is probably why i was i was smiling like an idiot at you whilst you were um uh, pitching <laughs> songbirds of jupiter uh sounded a lot like uh, Quantum Leap with Keanu Reeves in it. And then I was thinking about, hey, Quantum Leap remake with Keanu Reeves. Mm. <laughs> anyway, mm. um, uh, uh, I, I liked it. I didn't, I didn't uh, latch on to the actual uh, narrative so much, um, uh, but uh, that was a good one as well. Stitch in Time again. Now, this is an interesting thing of why you need to keep your elevator pitches short because uh, producers are listening to about five or six ele elevator pitches a day. So this is about right <laughs> for the amount of elevator pitches that you listen to in one sitting. And what's really interesting is that by the, the final two, I was like, I was like, oh, keep listening, keep listening, because, you know, you really need to latch onto the idea. So for people that are actually elevator pitching, you need to keep them short and concise and practice it like like we're doing here. Um, uh, uh, Stitch in time. Again, I had trouble latching onto the narrative, but I really like the idea of of weaving with the fabric of time. So I think I think get Sam back on here at some point and let's pitch it properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it. He did a fantastic job of pitching it, and because it's the sum of its parts, this idea as well. It's not it's not a big hooky idea. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but it builds yeah. once once the pitch is finished you go oh i i bought in unfortunately i haven't and this is a good message to everyone out there is is that you know i rambled i could have possibly tightened it and got like you said get the first sort of five or six words out of the gate be the crux of this idea yeah yeah Definitely. and and for me uh, weaving with the fabric of time should be right up the top of that pitch because it's a really nice visual hook uh, um and they all had really good visual hooks arrest my case i love it uh songbirds of jupiter i love it but songbirds of jupiter i think has to um, has to go first i'm afraid it's between stitching time and arrest my case um uh, uh, uh again again ah oh, this is tough guys can i, can I just really make hard. a point sean this suspense that you're feeling mm -hmm. is how we all feel when, you, when you're <laughs> picking a winner and you go yeah i think okay dan let me just tell you and like you get this feeling of like oh, he's gonna pick yeah me, yeah yeah you, you know this is how it feels my stomach on, on... turned when you said bob disposal but actually you were you it was the first one you cut so when you said bob disposal earlier on i thought oh my god he's picked bob disposal. oh i'm sorry it's not mine but actually you were cutting it I'm out sorry. This is now how it you know i know the now feeling you know yeah. how i felt it was <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry um uh okay so between arrest my case and stitch in time it has to be arrest my case because I want to watch that movie. <laughs> 
Congratulations, I want to Grace. watch that movie. Yeah, well done, Grace. And it sounds like a cheap movie to make. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it'd be a funny movie to make. And uh, your main uh, protagonist uh, could even just be a voice. Could just do a voiceover. For 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 my gut, I would get the um, the actor to learn how to do puppetry. <laughs> and uh, you know to actually puppet the case and and keep it all practical keep it mm. practical because mm. practical is cheap it is fast and uh and it's funny so uh for me arrest my case that is a solid solid winner there <laughs> what are you going to do now so now what we're going to do is we're going to walk into your room as the studio exec and we're going to pitch to you those two ideas. Uh, uh, yeah, come in. Oh, hi, uh, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Yeah, how's it going? Hi, Ben. Hi. Oh, hi. Uh, I, you you guys know each other. How do you know each other? We're all part of the creative team downstairs that you assembled recently. Uh, we've, ah, we've come yeah, to you okay. with, the two, with the two scripts that we've, we've sort of finalised and we're ready to go. Uh, we want you to sort of select which one... It's going to go I'll tell you what, let's 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 keep this to a time limit. Let's keep them uh, keep them short because I've got a meeting in fifteen minutes. So mm-hmm. let's uh, let's go with this train terminates. I'm loving the loving the idea. I've got the guys working on the poster right now. What I think, what I think, uh, I'll go first, guys. Thanks, thanks for letting me go first. <laughs> um, uh, what I think I love about this train terminates is that it it has it goes so much beyond uh, the norm. Right, we're looking at the Cornwall sort of. Um, Cornwall yeah, seaside location, rather than yeah. yeah and it's got it's visually uh, you know like stunning you know you can sort of use those old trains you know you don't like cars and stuff they get possessed it's never like a new fancy new train is it it's always like an old one so you get to keep those core and steam trains are really cool um ben as you said the experiential marketing side of it you know the big red headlights um you know you can actually like put stuff on the trains everything that i think from a marketing perspective it's it's probably easier to market than the than the other script that we have um in yeah, you have big name actors pop in for just a cameo because they're on a train so they just have to shoot you know a, a quarter of a day in in a beautiful seaside town and they get the rest of the day off they can sort of come in just do a stint on the train you can i mean we were, i mean we were talking to becky uh, who's already got a script in the in the works for um uh, this train terminates to rail replacement so that's the first uh, <laughs> one set in the uk that's, that's where a, a bus bus yes, bus takes over where the bus <laughs> takes over um and then that's we're a spin off series like, you know you know we're thinking basically like what if christine was a train and it was written done by the spaced people yeah yeah and how that would then feed in. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. all those cool references, like nerdy references for those who are into that, but they, they go they go totally over people's heads, yeah. but they're absolutely relevant. And like to a real going. love of horror at the same time. It's like a sort of fun, yeah. cheesy horror vibe. Homage, um, homages to yeah. to all the horror tropes. Yeah. I can't think of any other killer train movies. Can can you think of any other killer train movies? Not off the top of my head, Ben. No, well, that's no, why that's why we came up with the idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the only that's, one that's that, why Becky came up with it. The know? only one I can the only th- one the only one I can think of refers no. all the way back to olden times is when the moustache twirling crazy man would tie the tie the person up, put them on the train tracks. But then the mm. train wasn't the main protagonist. I mean, right? that's no. the opening scene, of course. Is someone watching that? And uh, so and so since and since then, yeah. when have we seen a train kill someone? Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, uh, that's it. I'm thinking of the marketing for Creep. If you go back, uh, I think it's like early 2000s. If you've got the that was that was all based on the London mm. Underground, and that was a, a low budget movie. So I, uh, yeah. I think it would be kind of nice, good to recoup 
on a low budget horror. So um, I'm I'm keen on that. I think you've got the right shooting location. I think you've got um, uh, we've got some work to do on the script, um, uh, but I think the temper the tone the tone of the script is right. I'm I'm excited to see the next draft of that. I'm I'm very excited. Okay. Um. Can I um uh can I ask about uh arrest arrest my case. Uh, so, well, look, so we, there's been some development, has there, on on the uh, on the puppetry for Arrest My Case? Tell me about that. Oh, you you said you wanted practical, so we've gone we've gone fully practical. We've um, we've spoken to Matthew Lillard because you know he's done a lot of CGI with the Scooby stuff, and he was really up for sort of um, working with CGI stuff. So he's cool with that. Um, so if we had the budget, but if not, um, Rob's already been working with various cases at home. Um, and he's come up with some really great stuff. I've got some videos we can show you. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's got one. He's got one uh, briefcase that is actually opens and he slides his face into it. Mm. So actually, when we're shooting, you know, we don't have to worry about CGI. We just sort of, you know, get him to lay on the yeah. ground. He's a very now, physical actor. One of the primary issues we ran into is whether we tan his skin to be the same color as the briefcase, or do we alter the color of the briefcase itself? You don't don't um, want to go there, Sean. Don't want to go there. Yeah, <laughs> but I think this, the, this the studio, this... <laughs> this studio can't touch it. <laughs> not again not, not after last again. time not after what happened last time <laughs> the reason the reason why i think we we like this film is because you know the 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 air of slapstick films um is sort of not not prevalent nowadays you know and we want to bring that back the reason why people loved you zoolanders and loved whatever that film is where he becomes a woman gigolo gi gigolo whatever it's called i don't even know gi gigolo is a different listen who have you been speaking to in this business because that's something else <laughs> we're developing uh but it's <laughs> you come to me with those ideas <laughs> but it, it, it has this element of, of you know we we have a storyline where it is we are taking down the big badge you know robbie gets killed at the beginning and it is it's not his revenge story but it's like very much got um you know we have the the very nice arc there of him getting killed at the beginning, but then he being able to take down the mafia and be able to have a love story with, I think it was Blake Lively. No, it wasn't Blake Lively. It was Selma oh, Blair. Selma, Selma Blair, Blair and and Selma yeah. Blair and Matthew Lillard. You know, being able to have an elements of love, elements of silly, you know, elements of big bads getting yeah. taken down. Well, so listen, let's cut through this. It's cheap. Everyone's already on board. Like they're all no names. Like behind the scenes doing the script and all this sort of stuff. It's all fine. It's completely cheap. It'll go on Netflix. You know, we'll we'll make total it's, dollar on it It'll yeah yeah that that is it's in the bag that is oh oh you yeah yeah okay and we've only got enough budget to do one of these you're yeah unfortunately, you unfortunately. Are certain there might be a point later on there might be a point later on when one of them might we might find some budget for one of them but it mm. would depend on on a it's sort of okay. crowdsourcing, I think. Okay. Yeah, if the crowd yeah. likes a certain idea, they can throw it back in the mix. Oh, and, the and wait a minute, you guys have got you, you've got a Patreon account, haven't you, for that for that kind of crowdsourcing stuff? So if you want to see both, then get involved with their Patreon. <laughs> right, yeah, um, uh, exec promoting somebody else. Now like listen, that. yeah, who'd have heard? Um, okay, uh, here's the thing: um, uh, they are both. Absolutely, there's no problem in going into production on both of them. Um, uh, the what what this train terminates has going for it is the 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 creativity of uh, seeing a train 
and trying to negotiate your lead characters into a position where they cannot outrun a train. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, there's got to be some sort of script uh, um, uh, element where where they have to get themselves down a tunnel or something like that, where they can't outrun this thing. Um, mm. I would like to hear some development on how that train dies quickly, please. There was a guy. There was a guy that used to work at the train yard, the old train scrapyard. Jim scrap Broadbent, yard. wasn't it? Yeah. Jim Broadbent, and only he knows. He knows why yes. it was originally haunted, and they have to find Jim Broadbent and bring him back from his terror, so that they can undo the curse that is uh, that's laid on this train. It yes. was the, the the I believe when we talked about it, the train was was derailed. And yeah. sort of fell like off a off a cliff or into the water uh, on the Riviera on the on the Riviera. Yes. And basically, so they blew up. They, Sean Bean blew up um, blew up a bridge and and yeah. it, and it fell into the. Into and then the and then the the post credit sequence was um, I think we had Simon Pegg wasn't it? Simon Pegg and Nick Frost like being train inspectors and they go you know oh look they make anything out of trains these they make these new trains out of anything these days even old recycled trains and yeah. then the last one you see is the headlights yeah. <laughs> being red and then that's the post-credit sequence yeah okay okay that's that that's that's touched a soft spot in my heart i won't i won't lie <laughs> all of that is gold um uh so arrest my case how does it how does it conclude well interestingly um we had two ways for it to end either yes. he finds it rosie perez is uh, we see her driving off into the sunset on her own, uh, enjoying life, and he's been dispelled from the um, from the the briefcase, mm -hmm. and then she opens her bag, and he's the he's her purse. Right. <laughs> or we then thought maybe that she drives off into the sunset with him as a briefcase, but then there's a rest my case too where they've had babies mm. and they are suitcases. Yeah. Half so, Rosie Perez, half, yeah. half suitcase. Okay. Half and, suitcase. And in that, and in that, um, uh, in an, in that sentence right there, I have just made a decision. <laughs> <laughs> for better and, and for worse. <laughs> Here it is. Simply because the, uh, the end of the movie is more, uh climactic and well thought through and natural you know where i'm going with this people yeah it's blatantly it, arrest my case it's blatantly this train terminates yes simply yes. because i'm actually working on a script that's very close to that so um <laughs> but you know what that's one of the bullshit lines they give you to tell you to um yeah. get stuff so i'm really yeah. sorry dan but um, we're actually already developing a script that's very similar to that. So we're going to have to pass on this one. It's okay. Rob's, Rob said he'll um, fund it on his own. We'll, it, we'll, we'll and, and you know what? He will. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but this train terminates has got creativity, scope, uh, 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 sequel uh, ability. Sequel ability? Is that even a word? Uh, it is now. Uh, it, it's, it's got a poster. It's got uh, it's quirky enough to attract some uh, some good talent to it. Um, it's there's a lot of practical um, special effects that you can do on it. Um, I would like to see the train um, a lot mm. of it done practically. Obviously, for yeah. the for the um, other stuff, you'd have to get a bit CG heavy. 
but you keep that to the third act. I like I like a lot of practical stuff. A lot of it can be shot on a train, which let's let's face it, you can you can mock up a pretty good train for about mm-hmm. 100 grand. So, uh let's say let's let's rock. Let's rock with this train terminates. So, um commiserations to Grace Hardy and arrest my case and to all of the other uh, uh winners of the previous episodes that uh, just didn't make the cut today. Um, thank you for, for your time and for your ideas. Uh, we wouldn't be here without them. Uh, we love them all equally, um, but we're very, also very proud. Um, and thank you, Becky Pantling. We're all very proud of, to see This Train Terminates go into the finals at the end of this season. Um, I just want to thank you, Ben, uh, for being here. Thank you very much and for giving your expertise and maybe giving people at home um, a little bit more of an idea of why ideas might succeed and, and why they might not and what makes a, a good pitch. Um, that's so cool. Thanks, that's cool. It's, uh, it, it's a hard lesson to learn, but every movie needs to be sold five times before it even gets to uh, production. So, yeah. uh, you, it, and it starts with the elevator pitch. And from there on, you get, you've got to sell it up, upsell it, upsell it, upsell it. And what you just heard today was just the smallest little snippet of, of the beginnings of a movie. And do you know what? I, uh, I would really like to uh, chat about Arrest My Case uh, because that's, that's, you know, genuinely let's talk about that on the side but um i think i think uh, uh the best the best script won it today um i'm super excited yeah. i'm super excited about um uh, uh this train terminates also ben before we go um you've got um a new game that's probably just come out by the time we release this. It, yeah, Can you tell us about it's, it. it. It's uh, well, my my background is in film and TV, and like I said about people uh, getting plucked out of film and TV to go into computer games, I've been working with this uh, awesome uh, game making software called Buildbox, and um, uh, it is uh, it's simply the most creative uh, experience that I've ever experienced. Uh, it, you can do all of the sound and all of the games and all of the story. Um, and you can deliver it straight up on the app store all yourself. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about Night Fighter 2. Uh, Night Fighter 1 is already um, available on the app store. Go and download it now. So what, what's Night Fighter 2 about? I haven't had a chance to play it yet. What's it about? Um, it's uh, basically it's the, the second episode of uh, uh, Night Fighter. I, I myself am playing Night Fighter. He doesn't have a lead name at the moment. <laughs> it's just called uh, Night Fighter. And uh, this one's like a run and gun uh, uh, shooting uh, shooting one. But it, it, I will say that it's, it's quirky as hell. And I'm, I'm drawn to quirky scripts. And I think it's when um, you're sucking ghosts into your plutonium-powered testicles through a bass guitar from the future. I think that's when you, you realize where I'm coming from. So uh, yeah, that is a logline. By the that way, is, that is a logline. That is a logline right there. That, I mean, and if that doesn't get you to download the game, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Th- thanks a lot, Ben. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you coming on board as, the, as our first adjudicator, um, Dan and Ryan. Thank you for your time again and your pitches. No problem, Sean. Thank you too. It was always a pleasure. Remember, everyone. Give us some feedback on these episodes. If you think that one of the ideas was robbed or you thought maybe it should have been Arrest My Case, you know, join the discussion on Twitter, go on Reddit, uh, join on our Facebook group. You know, let's hear what you guys have to say.
Yeah, find that Ben is... Scriven on Twitter and send all of your hate mail directly to him. <laughs> um, uh, find that the Ben Scriven has just cancelled his Twitter account. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> our um, our Instagram and Twitter are at slash dupe, in case you don't know what they are. Um, and yes, please do interact with us. We'll be up and running. Join with the hashtag pitch, please. Don't make me choose. No. <laughs> yeah. And you, you have to no. break the day. You, have, you can ask us questions. We're going to pitch collectively, hopefully, no. and sort of fill in for each other. Yeah. I'm That's what so we're glad. Now. I'm so glad you didn't tell me that because, because genuinely, people, I've just learned that I'm going to have to choose between these two. And if I'd have known that, then I would have chosen a duff for the second one because of how much I like this train terminates. <laughs> Recorded in the Capo Studios, 2020. What's up, danger?